Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling News with your host, Doc Manson. What's going on, Internet? My name is Doc Manson, and this is the Fake Wrestling News. This week, we speak with SmackDown announcer David Otunga regarding the trials and tribulations that he's encountered during his relatively short run at the commentary table. But first, the fake wrestling headlines that you care about. This week on Raw, General Manager Mick Foley opened the show by declaring that Raw has the best women's division in the WWE. Later in the show, Nia Jax and Alicia Fox would go on to prove him wrong. Still, this was a big week for women's wrestling. The opening segment of the show revolved around the women's championship and was given nearly 40 minutes of airtime. This included a series of promos and a number one contender's triple threat match. The segment featured women's division superstars Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Bayley. Also, Dana Brooke was there. Joking aside, the standout moment of the entire segment came when Dana Brooke slapped Charlotte and was inserted into the number one contender's match by order of Mick Foley. Of course, Dana Brooke did not win this match, and then immediately reverted to being Charlotte's lackey. Once again, it has been shown that within the WWE, without a little bit of flair, pigs will never fly. Don't be mad at me. Sasha Banks is the one that keeps calling Dana Miss Piggy. Blame Sasha. Also on Raw this week, uh... Huh. What else happened on Raw this week? Hmm. WWE announced this week that the chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, was injured while training. No details regarding the cause or nature of the injury have yet been confirmed, but our sources indicate that the aging CEO may have ruptured one of his patented McMahon grapefruits when it slipped out of his shorts and fell onto the track of the rowing machine. Our first sponsor this week is Connor's Cure. Actually, this is our only sponsor this week. We literally have no other surfaces on which we can place ads for any other sponsors. Well, at least it's a good cause. WWE responded to the ongoing public outcry that the SmackDown roster is too thin on talent by moving Jack Swagger from Monday to Tuesday nights. Fans everywhere immediately began to apologize for their initial accusation regarding talent quality, and have even started a petition on Change.org in an attempt to ensure Titus O'Neil and Darren Young remain on Raw. Also on SmackDown, the conflict between Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton further escalated as Orton delivered a scathing promo in which he declared that he is not afraid of Wyatt. In turn, we here at the Fake Wrestling News want to declare that we are afraid. We're afraid that we simply do not care about this feud. In related news, Eric Rowan rejoined Bray Wyatt after a four-week-long run as a singles competitor, proving that WWE Creative also does not care. Seriously, four weeks. Eric Rowan should probably be concerned. WWE announced this week that the chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, was injured while training. 
No details regarding the cause or nature of the injury have yet been confirmed. However, sources present at the time of injury say the scene played out almost exactly like the 2005 Royal Rumble. Reportedly, Vince initially blew out one quad while doing lunges, and then blew out his second quad while attempting to pretend he wasn't hurt. Ultimately, the CEO sat on the ground bewildered for nearly 45 minutes, all the while barking orders at the medical officials who ignored him. Earlier this week, we here at the Fake Wrestling News sat down with SmackDown commentator David Otunga and spoke with him about the difficulties he's encountered. Let's go now to the interview footage. Hi, David. Thank you for coming into the studio. We are extremely glad to have you here to talk about your new venture as SmackDown commentator. You're also welcome to be here, too. Right. So, you've only been on SmackDown commentary since the brand split in mid-July. Generally speaking, how have you been enjoying the new role? Well, I can't help but think about how enjoying the role has helped me feel enjoyment. I mean that. I really do. I have enjoyed this enjoyment and the role to bring me joy like none other. Okay. I think I sort of understood what you're trying to say. Uh, you enjoy, then, being on commentary. Uh, David, so, so how do you respond to widespread complaints about your commentating style? Not to be too inflammatory, but some wrestling fans have been downright hostile towards your performance as an announcer. Well, you can't please some people any of most times, Doc. If I've learned three things, it's one, that people aren't just going to like what you do unless you do it well. And two, that's just not within my capabilities, so really, it's not up to me. And what is the third lesson you've learned, David? Excuse me? You said you learned three things, but only named two. Yes, I did, Doc. Yes, I did. That's not really an appropriate response. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Exactly my concurrence. Ladies and gentlemen, David Otunga. Let's send it back to the news desk. The Weekly Wrestling News would like to thank David Otunga for that interview, but we're unsure how to tell him in such a way that he would clearly understand. And now... Back to the fake wrestling headlines that you care about. At the Backlash SmackDown event, Becky Lynch became the first woman to capture the new SmackDown Women's Championship. Some serious congratulations to her. On SmackDown, a five-way match was held to determine which women's superstar would have the honor of being fed to Becky while we all wait for Eva Marie to return from suspension. Congrats to Alexa Bliss for taking the honor. Also on SmackDown, The Ascension debuted a brand new look including theatrical contact lenses and white face paint. I mean, I think they did. I can't actually remember the last time that we saw The Ascension in action, so I suppose it's possible they've had this look for months. The world may never know. WWE announced this week that chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, was injured while training. No details regarding the cause or nature of the injury have yet been confirmed. Rumors indicate that McMahon may have actually been replaced by a robot nearly 10 years ago and now requires a software update. 
Along with the upgrade to the Android 7.0 Nougat operating system, McMahon will reportedly be reprogrammed to be a babyface. Early script ideas describe the buff grandfather returning wearing a leather jacket and sunglasses, systematically tracking down Summer Rae and telling her, Come with me if you want to live. And now, the Weekly Wrestling News presents a public service announcement. If you've been watching SmackDown, you know that the Usos have recently turned heel. What you may not know is which Uso is which, so we're here to tell you that, based on last week's television match, the Uso in the shirt is Jimmy. Thank you. This has been a public service announcement. Cruiserweight Classic competitor Drew Gulak made his NXT debut this week in a losing effort against the Japanese sensation Hideo Itami. This was a historic moment for the WWE and NXT, with Gulak's loss ushering in a brand new era of indie scene jobbers. Truly, Gulak's performance will pave the way for countless others. Now independent wrestling stars of all types, including the likes of the Bollywood Boys and Cedric Alexander, have a clear blueprint for how they can come to NXT and lose to the WWE's developmental talents. The Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger, is reportedly giddy with excitement. Speaking of entitlement, 15-time WWE Champion, and, to quote Dean Ambrose, lazy part-timer, John Cena returned to SmackDown Television this week, where he challenged current champion AJ Styles. Explaining his reasoning for deserving a title match, Cena reiterated his mantra, explaining that he is a man that does not quit. Except for that one time a month ago, when he quit. Except for that. Obviously. And finally, the WWE announced this week that the chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, was injured while training. No details regarding the cause or nature of the injury have yet been confirmed. Early reports indicated that the injury would require surgery. Eyewitnesses report that a slightly sedated McMahon was resting in bed awaiting transport to the OR when none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin appeared and beat him senseless with a bedpan. Reportedly, Raw General Manager Mick Foley later tried to humor the bloodied McMahon with a puppet show but his efforts were rebuffed. Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, this brings us to the end of yet another episode of The Weekly Wrestling News. Until next time, this is Doc Manson, signing off. If you enjoyed this broadcast, I would encourage you to check out DDT Wrestling. It's the weekly wrestling show where myself, Doc Manson, and DC Matthews talk about the ongoings and current happenings in the world of professional wrestling. You can find us on iTunes or your podcast portal of choice, and we would really appreciate it if you could take two minutes to go onto iTunes and leave us a review. Also, take two minutes of your time to go and tell two of your friends about our shows. It's the way that we grow our audience, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Additionally, if you have some time and a couple of bucks to spare, please go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash new age insiders, where you can see and hopefully buy the DDT Wrestling t-shirt. You can send us an email at ddtwrestling at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at DC Matthews NAI or at Doc Manson. 
Until next time, this has been the Fake Wrestling News.